Well, hello, Christina. Hi. We have a couple of really cool episodes coming up. We took all the different definitions of authenticity we've asked our guests in the last couple of years, and we've created a little medley of those. Just in case anybody wants many different definitions of that and wants to hear a different way of looking at authenticity, and pun intended, an authentic way of looking at authenticity from all different perspectives. You'll hear these in the next couple of episodes. It's divided into or three parts and the authentic side of me did not check on the exact number of those parts before doing this recording. <laughs> this is our, uh, we're jokingly calling it our dictionary episode because it's like one of those entries where it has like four different definitions, except we have upwards of, I don't know, 50 or so. <laughs> so yeah. There's a lot of different definitions in here. <laughs> yes, yeah. It definitely is. You'll hear that in a few different parts. Not just because nobody has to sit through 50 definitions in one sitting. We figured out splitting it up may be a little more digestible. Yeah. Enjoy these definitions. Enjoy. Authenticity to me just connects directly with the truth and your truth. I think we've observed most definitely in the last several months, as many of us have been turning on the news more as we spend more time at home, that there are so many different versions of the story. And that crystallizes for me even more that, that the thing that matters the most is your truth. And how are you going to express your truth? And when you do, when you when you are aligned with your truth, that is authenticity. And it doesn't have to be overthought. Although sometimes it takes a lot of thinking to finally get there. And once found, again, it's once you see it, you can't unsee it. And, you, and you'll know the feeling when you're not expressing your truth. You'll feel it in your body. And things just roll with ease when we are expressing our truth, when things are, are generally um, effortless, even things that require a lot of effort feel effortless, chances are you're living authentically. What does authenticity mean to me? I'll say it's, it's when your actions and behaviors are in harmony with your, with your purpose. Right. I think in work, you probably talk about, right, they say when you hit your fl a flow, I think to me, authenticity is probably like a, that natural state, right? When, whether you know what your purpose is or not, but sometimes you just do things that feel right and natural and there's sort of this consciousness to it. So it's been something that's been on my mind a little bit and I've got a little bit of a story around it is, and it's not been more than a month, six weeks ago. I do a lot of executive coaching. I'm work, I was working with this high riser earlier in her career. The organization was investing in her and we were towards the end of our coaching engagement. And one of the things I like to do is I want to make sure that they have a focus after the coaching about where they're going to move forward. And, you know, so I was like, what is the one big thing you want to take from this? And we had talked about influencing. We had talked about delegating. We had talked about high quality questions, a lot of different topics. And she answered me by saying, I don't know if this is what you're looking for, 
but this is what it is for me. Um, so this is what I'm going to give you. And she said, I want my daily interactions to align with my divine purpose. Wow. It just stopped me in my tracks. And she goes, that may not be what you're looking for. I was like, that's exactly what it's I'm the only for. thing we're looking for. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. For her to be able to align her daily intentions with her divine purpose. And so, you know, the practicality around that is we worked on what is your divine purpose? We made it practical. And then how does she check into it? But for me, it was just like, bam, right? It was like, and so when you ask the question around authenticity, I don't have a better answer than that. If I can align my daily actions to my divine purpose, I have been authentic. Now, I'll give a plug for getting right when it matters most. I think the way we do that is develop self, right? We got to be self-aware. We got to know our divine purpose. We got to bring the right actions, choose the right actions, manage our outlook, reflect and grow, all of those things. But she nailed it. And so for me, that is authenticity. earlier Trent and I were in a meeting earlier and I said sometimes I just want to call or have the opportunity to say that's bullshit and I think it's like knowing when I'm when I'm like being performative or when I'm full of bullshit or somebody else is so it is being in the moment but also without the bullshit that's a beautiful question I think authenticity is being aligned with who you are as a person and being fully connected with your values. Because by being authentic means doing what you think is right for yourself and what do you think is right for the people around you as well. Because effectively, by only being right for yourself, sometimes you could lose yourself along the way. You need to have the sense of being conscious over yourself first and the people around you. So that's probably what, uh, what it would be for me. To me, it really boils down to sort of stripping away other people's opinions and finding what's important to you. You know, when we're young, we don't have the ability to self-evaluate. We don't have the ability to determine. We, we don't know. We're young. We don't, you know, we don't have any anything to to gauge any kind of behavior off of. So we, we pay attention to our parents and we pay attention to the grown-ups and they're telling us, yeah, you should be doing this or you shouldn't be doing this. And and that's all great. And then as you start to grow, if you're interested in, in finding authenticity, you start to eschew some of the some of the things that maybe don't exactly jive with the way you see the world and maybe don't comport with the way that you want to conduct yourself. I think authenticity is having the courage, frankly, to be able to step away from other people's expectations and shoulds. I grew up in a very narrow world, right? It was, this is how we do things. This is how you're expected to do things. And I am the black sheep. I am the apple that fell and rolled away from the tree. But it was because the because this is how we've always done things. It just never satisfied me. And so I did, I struck out on my own and I started watching other people and seeing how they interacted and what felt good to me and what felt terrible to me. Who did I respect and who, who was really kind of an awful human being and all that. And from all of those different pieces, sorry to bring this back to me, but that's the best way I can use it. I can describe it. But I was able to sort of piece together 
all of these different types of characteristics from a huge myriad of, of people who influenced my life, good and bad, you know, because, you know, I say that every single human being, every single experience, every single situation is a teacher. And if you choose to extract the lessons from that teacher, good or bad, all you can do is continue to grow. And I like to think that, that I have been able to extract different characteristics, different ways of thinking, different, you know, what, what felt good? You know, did it feel good when my Aunt Marilyn said, hi, Barbara, it's so good to see you. Yeah, that made me feel good. And so I sort of wanted to adopt that warmth, right? And so, you know, and I'm old. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be 57. So I've, I've been doing this for a long time. But what I realize is that I have pieced together all of these different characteristics and attitudes and strengths and weaknesses and, and all of that. And, and I have, I believe I have, or at least I'm very well on my way to finding my authentic self to be actually being actualized. But it was conscious. You know, when I, when I saw behavior that I thought was terrible, I said, I'm never going to do that, or I'm, I'm going to try never to do that. Right? If I saw things that I really loved and made me feel good, I tried to adopt those things. My son, he is my pride and joy because I, I made a commitment the day I delivered him, which was I'm going to break the chain of dysfunction and all of this other ick that was going on. And I did. And the way I did that was by not being judgmental recognizing that he is a small human and does not know how to do things, being empathetic when I, when I needed to be, redirecting him when he needed it without shame, without guilt, without anything else. I, I tell people all the time that I've, I've lost my mind with my son exactly four times in his life. And he can tell you every single one of the reasons that I lost my mind. But four times in 26 years, I used to get beaten daily, you know, I mean... But the point is, is that I reinforced him as a human, as a person, as his own person. I didn't tell him, no, don't think like that. It's, oh, wow, that's really interesting. Talk to me more about that. Did he go through what every male goes through between the ages of 18 and 24? Yes, he lost his ever-loving mind because he's a male young adult. And that's what happens with male young adults. And I didn't like him very much back then. And he knows that. But he had to go through that. He had to do that in order to, to break away. And I understood that it was hard as a mom, but he's out on the other side and, and he's such, he's a good man. That's what authenticity is, is are you a good person to yourself? Yeah. It's a big question. <laughs> that is a big question. And I feel like we've touched on a lot of pieces of it. But I think it's a lot of it is humility and being okay with saying, I don't feel good today. I'm having a bad day. I need your help. Can you help me? Yeah, I think it's just being real and being, Christina's used this term, like we're all huge, like we're actually like old people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I like to run and I have two puppies and I have lots of things that I like to do and I like to talk about that aren't business development or change management or, you know, like I like talking about those things too, but I also have lots of other hobbies and passions and interest areas. And I think that that's important to know about myself and make present and, and know about other people too. Like I also like, for sure, I'm super cautious about being the leader who just ends up talking. Like everyone kind of knows, like people like talking about themselves, but you don't want to be the leader who, you know, you show up in a one-on-one with your employees and they're, they're just asking questions about you the whole time. And you're like going on and on. This is great. They're talking about me. Like that's not the person I want to be either. 
So it's like finding that authenticity and like real, building a real relationship with everyone. Like I'm, I'm actually, I call myself a closet introvert. You know, it's my job to be fairly extroverted, but my nature is actually to build stronger one-on-one mm-hmm. relationships. I think that that's where trust is. Trust is not built in group settings. Yes. It's built in one-on-one settings. And in our line of business, people buy work from people they trust and they like. So it's not not a bad thing either, I don't think. (laughs) Authenticity is being your best, the best version of you. Be more of who you are to ultimately be fully who you are. And that's the journey, I think, of life. I don't think that it is a fixed status i don't think i don't know maybe 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 you graduate at some moment and you reach complete complete authenticity but i just feel like i'm a work in progress you know and my goal is is to be more of who i am to bring more of who i am to fulfill my meaning and that is authentic authenticity to me just is um showing up in a way that um for the most part i'll lean on what Brene brown says you're you're showing up as your real self and not that you're exposed in everything but who you are as a person and how you operate where you're not holding back and you're just you're just it's, it's just is trying to just show up or you don't have to think about what am i saying what am i doing what are the repercussions and you're just being so to me, it's just showing up as your real self without all the body armor and trying to appease and do all that. I think that the, for me, the roots of authenticity um, lie in self-examination, right? First of all, do I, do I really know who I am? Do I, do I really know what are my personal core values? What's really important? to me? What are my deal breakers? And and if I can explore that and know what those values are, then that becomes the, the North Star of behavior, right? Then everything that I do should be weighted against that core. So if, if we talk, for example, about inclusiveness, then everything that I do, I need to look through that that lens. And if I'm doing that, then I am really authentically living to what what my value is. That can be completely different from what somebody else's value is. But then everything I do should have that um, guide rail attached to it. And then we have to make sure that when I, and I'll take one of our behaviors because I, I, I really I, it, it's it's important to me. It's are we expressing ourselves, you know, to the right person in the right degree, at the right time, in the right place? So um, I, this means that we don't have like false harmony, right? We're not always saying like, you know, it's fine, right? I, I think if you ask um, every spouse, like, what's the worst thing if you ask your partner, how are you? I'm fine that really doesn't mean that they're fine. You, you can translate fine into, you have a big problem. Um, but if we're not effectively expressing 
what's wrong or why it's wrong in a calm manner, in an empathetic manner, right? Then these are the these are the the little grains of sand in the eyeball that turn into something giant, right? People write novels about one person just not expressing one feeling. One of my favorite authors is Ian McEwen. He's written so many books about just the one thing that one person didn't say to the other person, I love you, I value you, I, whatever that, whatever that one thing is. Um, so, I, you know, he'd probably counter against this because that's how he earns his living. But I think that, you know, being authentic is, is knowing what your value is or your values are, um, using that as a lens for for all of your communication for all of your behavior and and uh effectively letting people know how you're feeling so if we have trust because these are all interwoven right this is like the tapestry of trust and uh being genuine and being authentic and so if if it's, and Jeff and I can can talk a little bit about this because people will say to us, gosh, you guys, you've been married for 20 years. You live together. You work together. Like, I, how do you how do you do that? Um, the foundation of all of that is absolute unequivocal trust. And when you have that, then you have to have empathy and paying attention to the other person and expressing how you feel accurately and effectively in a way that's empathetic. And that that has open communication. And by the way, I, I can say that out loud, um, but I don't, I don't always do that, right? Sometimes the person I'm the most emotionally unintelligent with is Jeff, and he's the person who I'm closest to that I picked in the whole wide world. So it's a, it's a good daily reminder, you know, for me that how important everything we say is and everything we do and, and where are we each coming from? So there's no second guessing. We know, you know, each knows where, where the other is. So Jeff, thank you for being married to me and working with me for 20 years. This seems like a good place to say that publicly. So like to me, authenticity is a lot about alignment and the alignment between who you are and what shows, you know, or how you act, how you make decisions, how you present yourself. Right. And I feel like in this world, there's a lot of pressure to present yourself in a way that makes people comfortable or less uncomfortable, if that makes sense. So people are afraid of the other, afraid of people who do things differently. And authenticity means that you're not allowing that fear to make you say, pretend you have an opinion different than the opinion you have, or pretend that you make decisions, pretend that you like something. And it's probably the antithesis of the pressure you get in middle school, where it's like, oh, you don't like this band, you like that band, or you like that rapper, or we don't like that rapper. And all of a sudden you're cast aside. It's the ability to say like, you know, yeah, like I'm going to do this. Yeah. So that's yet, uh, speaking of journeys, I would say that that's yet uh, an always never ending journey, which I have grown to appreciate, right, is the journey towards authenticity. And for me, what that journey looks like is, frankly, has been around discovering who my authentic self is. 
I'm sure like many of us, we go as we grow up, right? There the society, family, other pressures, like, you know, you, you like, you're born your authentic self, right? The first, like when you come out of the womb, you're born your authentic self. And I think what ends up happening is through, as we get educated, as we get inculcated into society and whatnot, there are pressures that begin to kind of almost call away potentially what your authentic self is to form you into this image of what likely the most influential factor is, right? Thinks it should be like how you should talk, how you should dress, how you should, or what you should be educated in, what your profession should be. And so for me, my continuing journey around authenticity that has been quite a rewarding one, frankly, has been continuing to almost like peel back these layers and armors and whatnot that I've collected over the years of, okay, who is the true Michael here? Where is my true voice? Lately, I've been referencing my 10-year-old self, like trying to really get to my 10-year-old self and who who just because of how my journey, so 10 years old is a milestone for me, was because I was sent from where I was living at the time was in Thailand with my parents. My parents sent me back to the U.S. to live with my aunt and uncle to finish the rest of my education. So 10-year-old Michael is a pretty pivotal moment in my life where we can unpack this all day and still <laughs> still take more time. But essentially, right, 10-year-old Mike, it was a, a milestone in my life where essentially it was when I left my childhood behind and grew up essentially overnight. And so my journey more recently has been really trying to find that 10-year-old Michael and and remember what brought him joy, what brought me joy, like what toys did I like, what did I like to do, who did I like to hang out with, how did I speak, how did I talk, what did I watch on TV, right? And so for me, this authenticity journey has been around rediscovering and kind of who I truly am and almost integrating every parts of me to my present self. And then being able to frankly show up anywhere with all of me, right? And not feel like, oh, in this room, I have to wear this jacket because this part of me is not going to be welcome or whatnot. But being able to say, when you invite me, you're going to get all of me, all the crazy side, <laughs> all the you know fun side, all the quiet side, all of it, right? And so, so that to me is you know to use your words and, and your brand, right? Is uncovering the human, right? That's truly been what <laughs> I've been doing. Like I said, most recently, it's been this journey of reconnecting and rediscovering my ten-year-old self. Dare to be the original you are. That would be my definition of authenticity. And I can, as being an embodied life coach, I need to add that just check in with your body. Because once you are your authentic self, you speak confidently, you stand in confidence, you are confident. And it just shows everywhere. So if you want to focus on being authentic, just yeah, check in with your body where you are inauthentic and where you are feeling sensations which you tend to suppress. That's my definition of being authentic. Thank you for listening to Uncover the Human, a Siamo podcast. Special thanks to our podcast operations wizard, Jake Lara, and our score creator, Rachel Sherwood. If you have enjoyed this episode, please share, review, and subscribe. You can find our episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. We would love to hear from you with feedback, topic ideas, or questions. You can reach us at podcast at wearesiamo.com or at our website, wearesiamo.com, LinkedIn, Instagram, or Facebook. We Are Siamo is spelled W-E-A-R-E-S-I-A-M-O. 
Until next time, listen to yourself, listen to others, and always uncover the human.